If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, the Port Adelaide Football Club didn't all go their way against the Adelaide Crows last Friday night at Adelaide Oval. An outstanding game of football, and great to see 20,000 people there. Someone playing their first game, Tessa Demanis from the Port Adelaide Football Club. She comes to us thanks to Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. Their buying power puts the power in your lane. Tessa Demanis, congratulations on your debut and welcome to Sports Day. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was it was absolutely insane. I don't think I'll ever lose that feeling of running out onto that over ever. Amazing couple of hours for you as well, of course, because your Guernsey is presented by none other than the great Sean Burgoyne as well. So the whole experience, the whole night must have been a buzz for you. Oh, it was un- unreal. Um, I have the very, very fortunate privilege of being nicknamed Silk. So that's where <laughs> my relationship that's my relationship with um with Sean starts. He he had the same nickname as well and just wearing the same number as him is just yeah, an absolute honour. I did notice talking about Guernseys, I noticed uh, you pulled on the long sleever for the debut. Is that going to be a regular thing? <laughs> um, look, to be honest, it was a bit back and forth going up there. I thought to myself, Oh, should I, shouldn't I? And yeah, I think I think definitely it is something that you might have to get used to. <laughs> I, I know I'm on dangerous ground talking about what women wear, but I did read somewhere that you wore a very flashy pair of yellow boots last year when you played at Claremont, and they don't look like they've made their way across to Adelaide. You're in a fairly uh, well sedate white pair I saw on Friday night, but the yellow boots are they ever are they in, are they in the kit bag somewhere or in the cupboard? Oh, trust me, I have I have a very very flashy supply of boots just waiting <laughs> to be broken out. Well, well, I'll tell you what, don't tell us any more. We look forward to seeing what comes up in subsequent games for you, Tess. Tell us a bit about yourself. You're a small forward. Uh, you came over, as I said, from Western Australia. I reckon your father and your brother have both had uh, reasonable football careers as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, my, my brother actually got so far in his career that he was a train-on at Frio at one point. Um, and in my dad's career, he'll probably tell you back in back in the sixties or seventies or whatever it was, um, he played VFL for Richmond. So very very fortunate to come from a footy loving family, and that's definitely where it started for me. Watching watching my brother grow up and play footy, I was obsessed with it and just wanted to do everything that he did. So as soon as he picked up a footy, I wanted to pick up a footy, and as soon as he was playing, I wanted to play. So I just tried to basically live out the career that he unfortunately never got to live out and he's incredibly proud of me now for it. Uh, yours is an interesting story though, Tess. I think you got to about 13 and there was no more football available for you. You're still part of that generation who essentially had to not play football for four years. And I know there are some trolls out there on social media who like to say that the AFLW is not a very good standard. But if we asked every 
male teenager to stop playing football for four years and then expect to pick it up at AFL level, it would be a challenge. I mean, that's, I guess, from your perspective, it's one thing that is great that we're really behind that generation now that can play, that those kids, those young kids that are coming behind you are going to be able to play football each and every year uh, right throughout until they get to the top. Oh, mate, I, I better start playing and get my career over and done with before this next generation starts flying through where they can play a football up until they're my age. Because, oh, my God, the level of talent, I'm sure you can just see through Hannah Ewings and Abby Derrick, the level of talent that a strong pathway provides is just going to be absolutely crazy. And I can only imagine what the level of like professionalism and just optimal, optimal elite performance is going to be when you have these girls going from the age of seven all the way to 17, being able to play footy. Tell me about how you got back into footy. You'd given it up at 13. My understanding is you went away to China to play basketball, returned to Australia, you were injured, and basically women's footy was the only thing that was left. Pretty much, yeah. So I had to give it up when I was 12. They Uh um, the, The pathway stopped for girls at 12 and boys went on to keep playing. So I solely turned my attention to, like, basketball, volleyball, soccer, tennis, basically everything. Um, I did go to a China trip, came back, I injured my shoulder, missed all of the basketball trials, and the only thing that was going on at the time was footy trials. And at the time, I was very, very fortunate. My homeroom teacher was a coach at a waffle club, and she thought, hey, like, you could be really good at this sport, come down. And I hadn't touched a footy in probably six years, so I thought, oh, I'm not sure how it'll go, but I'll give it a try. And came down, ended up being really good, and I haven't touched another ball since. It's always been footy. Mm-hmm. Over in Perth, we see the West Coast Eagles, a relatively new club uh, in, in historical terms, Fremantle Football Club, of course, as well. Here, you've come, here you are, you've come across to the Port Adelaide Football Club. I mean, their great slogan all around the change rooms, I'm sure you've seen it, is since 1870. It's a traditional heritage club. What's the experience like of walking into a footy club where you can, you can almost smell the history, Tess? Oh, mate, it's it's hard to even put into words. I think I think the best way I can describe it is you walk through these walls and even though you're now a part of it, you you put on the jersey, you run on onto the oval and you're playing for every other person who fought and was able to play before you put on that jersey. Like, yes, I'm the inaugural number eight for AFLW for Port Adelaide, but there are so many people who got to wear that number eight before me that when I run out, I write on my wristband for all those who came before because that's what we're all about here. We're not all about, you know, the now it's so great and the future is going to be incredible. But the thing that makes this club so special is the history. It's the before. It's everyone who gave their blood, sweat and tears for this club so that we now can give our blood, sweat and tears. Oh, Tess, I don't even barrack for Port Adelaide. I'm getting tingles down my spine listening to you talk about it and how much it means to you. <laughs> We're talking to Tess Demarnish from the Port Adelaide Football Club. We're doing it thanks to, mate, 5G mobile plans from $40. Make the switch to make internet and mobile. It just strikes me that last weekend, look, disappointing the fact that uh, you were beaten pretty comfortably by Adelaide. We know that they're in a different stratosphere with the amount of preparation they've had over the course of um, their six seasons in the competition. But it strikes me your group hasn't got disheartened and you're just determined to learn and develop as much as you can, as quickly as you can. Is that about right? Yeah, totally. Look, if you ask any single person in this Port Adelaide uniform to say something about Adelaide, it'll be nothing but positive. It is so much credit to that club and to those girls 
talent and the effort and the professionalism they've been able to produce in this last seven years of AFLW that they're just on a whole other level. And unfortunately for us, it did come across as a little bit, you know, harsh reading the scoreboard after the game. But at the end of the day, that the club that Adelaide has been able to produce is just something that we're building to become. So right now, yeah, the scoreboard may not read the same, but we're definitely on the exact same path as they were when they first started. So I think the lack of disheartenment doesn't come from the scoreboard because we all want to win. We all, we're competitive. We're competitive as hell. And Port Adelaide people want us to play the Port Adelaide way, and that is wanting to win. But at the end of the day, we know what we're building. We know the talent. We know the support. We know the supporters that we have is insane. And we know that what we're going to be able to create one day, hopefully not too soon in the future, is going to be something that people who then look back and say, wow, credit to the Port Adelaide team. That was They're just on a league of their own. Tess, uh, everyone has a hero in sport. And sometimes when you meet your hero, you're a little bit disappointed or underwhelmed. You're expecting so much more. I think your hero in footy was Erin Phillips. Has meeting her and playing alongside her been underwhelming or every bit you thought it was going to be? Ah, uh, look, Erin. Erin is so many young girls my footy like hero. You can you can only just imagine how many people have her as their role model, especially in female sports. She's just the absolute icon, the epitome of what it is to be a professional. And having the privilege to play alongside her is something that very very few people get to actually say. And I think once I'm done with footy and I look back at my career, I'll know that I got to be the best athlete I could possibly be around Erin because she pushes people to reach that point, that optimal peak performance that they didn't think that they could be. Last one. You've got Hawthorne this weekend. It looks a winnable game. I imagine uh, that is absolutely the approach from Lauren Arnell, the coach, right down through uh, to the entire group. You really want to take it up to Hawthorne this weekend. Oh, absolutely. I think I think coming off the weekend that we just had against Adelaide, we're going to come into this game and give it absolutely everything that we got. At training this week, I went into it and I was just telling people to hit me because I was like, I want contact. I want to go into this game against Hawthorne and want to be able to embrace that. So I think what you can expect and what everyone who's supporting Port Adelaide this weekend can expect is every single one of those girls out there is just going to give it their all and go as hard as they possibly can. Tess, your first game for the Port Adelaide Football Club last weekend. The first of many, many games for the Power. Congratulations on what you've achieved. Good luck for the rest of the year. And thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thank you so much, mate. It was a pleasure. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.